So you may have noticed, to go along with that video, you may have noticed the sign out front that says, Light of the World. And I touched on that a little bit last week, that uh, the darkness, this light has come into the world, that the light is here, and that this darkness that is around us, this darkness cannot overcome this light, that the darkness has been defeated. And the darkness is going to try, and it tries really, really hard to, to overcome this light because it, for some reason, thinks it can win, but it, it can't. The, the light wins. And so I, I shared that I, I feel like Hope Center, that there's this light here that is shining out into this darkness, and the darkness is trying to destroy this light, but it's not able to, that the light, light is going to win. The light shines out into this, this darkness, and darkness it's not going to defeat the light, which is today. That's what we're going to talk more about this light today. And, and it was, I don't know if you, if you had a week like this, but maybe you had a week uh, that this was a week that for me that seemed like the darkness really, really tried to defeat the light this week. It was just a really long week. And um, I, I'm here today with a message, so it, I think that demonstrates that the light wins. The, the light, the darkness will try, but the light, the light will win. But as I was working on it this week, there was a dilemma that I kept contemplating. And I want to share this dilemma with you, or this, this, just this idea, this, something to wrestle with. It's, it, you, you've heard me say this, you've heard lots of other people say this. They'll say, go take your light into the world. Or you're the light, go be the light to the world. And so it, it created this dilemma in me is, well, does that mean I'm the light? Is it me that's the light? And if we look at Matthew 5, verses 14, it says, these are the words of Jesus. It says, you are the light of the world. So is Jesus telling me that I'm this light? Am I the light? Then there's a song that we all know, this, this, this song we learned as a little kid that says this little light of mine. You guys, we know these words, right? Like, you can sing it if you want, but let's sing along with this, this with me. I'm not going to sing because I can't sing. Maybe Alex will sing, but you know these words. This little light of mine, I'm going to let it shine. This little light of mine, I'm going to let it shine. This little light of mine, I'm going to let it shine. Let it shine. Let it shine. Oh, let it shine. And then it says, everywhere I go, I'm going to let it shine. Everywhere I go, I'm going to let it shine. Everywhere I go, I'm going to let it shine, let it shine, let it shine, oh, let it shine. And then the last verse, it says, Jesus gave it to me. I'm going to let it shine. Jesus gave it to me. I'm going to let it shine. Jesus gave it to me. I'm going to let it shine, let it shine, let it shine, oh, let it shine. So, from a kid, are we taught that I'm the light? Or is Jesus the light? How am I the light if Jesus is the light? If I'm the light, and this song says that I have this little light, does that mean that I'm a little Jesus? Believe it or not, these are things that theologians have argued about for centuries. Argued about children's songs. Well, maybe not really this children's song, but the idea behind this children's song. What is this light? What does this light really mean? What are they talking about here? 
So now hopefully that I brought this up, maybe some of you are going, oh, I guess I never thought of that. So maybe, you know, because I like to share. You guys know that I like to share. I want to share this with you of you guys to wrestle with this, kind of kind of go this argument in your mind. Like, what does this mean? What is this? And so we're going to look at God's Word to hopefully bring some clarity to this. Today we're going to continue in, in John 1. The verses we're going to look at are 6 through 9. But before we begin that, I want to look at Ephesians 5, 8. Ephesians 5, 8 says, For you were once darkness. But now you are light in the Lord. Live as children of light. So here we are. We're talking about darkness and light again. This is, this is if you haven't figured it out, for the next few weeks, darkness and light, especially light, is, is there's a theme to do with this. So if you haven't figured it out with the video and the sign, I'm just letting you know that light is a theme of this and darkness. But the darkness, this author says that we had been in. So it's past tense. We had been in the dark. That we're no longer in the dark. The light and the darkness do not coexist. You are one or the other. It doesn't say that we're in the shadows. It doesn't say that, well, the light's only partially, I'm only partially in the light. There's only a little bit of me in the light. There's darkness or there's light. One or the other. Not both. You can't have the two coexisting. We're now in the light. It says that we are light in the Lord. Somehow that means I'm I'm no longer in the darkness. I am now light. But there's that phrase, light in the Lord. Am I now light because my life is now in the light? And from that light that we found in Jesus, that I am now in this light. Somehow this light overwhelms me. And now I am light in the Lord. And from the looks of your faces, you're just like me. Like I'm just as more confused as I always was. That helpful, but not really. So we still have this question asked. Do I become the light? Am I now the light? Just really, how does this whole light thing work? Maybe it might be that I am filled with the light when I'm enlightened with the gospel. When I hear the words of the gospel, I accept Jesus. Maybe I don't really become that light, but I'm filled with the light somehow. We don't really still have this full answer in regard to light. But at the end of this verse, I want us to notice something. It says that we are to live as children of light. So what does that mean? Well, remember when, this is, this is something I talk about a lot, is that when we hear the gospel, we have this relationship with Jesus, we accept the forgiveness of our sins, we, our, our, we have our salvation. That's, we get that through Jesus. When we have that happen, that we're no longer in the darkness, that we are in the light, this verse is telling us that we are in our relationship with our Father, who, our Father who is God. That this relationship, that we're restored into this relationship and we now are considered a son or daughter of God. Well, there's rights and privileges when you're a son or a daughter. And that's what this verse is saying, that we are now children of God, so we should look like that. Our lives as son and daughters, our lives should look like we're children of the light. 
our lives should reflect the life that being a son of or a daughter of God should look like. Our lives should reflect the light. Those words are important, reflect the light. We're going to look at that more later. Now, a lot of us have grown-up children in this room. We, so you'll, know, you'll be able to relate to those. Those that are young parents like Aiden and Savannah, you will find this out to be true as your child grows up or your children grow up. You know, they're all sweet and innocent and making cute little noises at me when I'm up here preaching. And probably if I looked at her, she might even smile at me or, or cry. But they're not always going to be that way. They're going to make mistakes. They're going to do some of the same things you did. But what I see in my children now, and many of you will see, you will see, you do see this in your children as well, is that I see my children now reflecting the same things that Kim and I do. The same things, they act just like us. They respond to things just like I do, like Kim does. Good and some bad. My children are reflecting their lives of their parents. I am not Jesus. I am nowhere near the light of the world. Kim might resemble that a little bit more than me, but I'm going to tell you, she ain't Jesus either. (laughs) Trust me, we both have our moments, probably me a little bit more than her. Regardless, we see our children's lives resemble ours, responding to life the same, following the same patterns, all sorts of things. Unfortunately, we see them follow some things that are, are not so good in our lives. But regardless of what that is, they are reflecting both of our lives. They are reflecting our parents' lives. Their lives are lived as a reflection of the parents. I think this is what we see in this verse. Is that as we are sons and daughters of God, we need to live a life that reflects the life of the one true light who is Jesus. Our lives should look like that light so that others around us can also be in that light. They can see that light. Those of us that are, are, are around just people in the light, like we should look both like lights. We should look both like because we're reflecting this light from Jesus, from our Father. But this light should also be a reflection for those in the darkness, should also be able to see this light, see this reflection of the true light. Because we are God's children, and we should live a life that looks like that. This is another verse, Galatians 5, through 23. You probably should just know this one because this is one we also bring up a lot. These are the fruits of the Spirit. We see these fruits of the Spirit of joy, peace, forbearance, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. That's what this life of God, that's what this life of reflecting this light looks like. Like being a reflection of the light, a reflection of Jesus. Like, well, Matthew 5.16 tells us, this is what this should be. It says, in the same way, let your light shine before others, that they may see your good deeds and glorify your Father in heaven. Maybe this verse should say is that, you know what? You need to walk the talk. If you're going to talk about Jesus, if you're going to say that you know of the light, if you're going to say you have this relationship with Jesus, well, your life should, it better look like it. But does this fully answer this understanding of what the light is? If I become the light, 
That, that children's song, this little light of mine, I'm going to let it shine. So let's look at, at the verses out of John today. Verses 6 through 9. There was a man sent from God whose name was John. He came as a witness to testify concerning that light, so that through him all might believe. He himself was not the light. He came only as a witness to the light. The true light that gives light to everyone was coming into the world. This John that they're referring to, we probably know who this is. This is John the Baptist. This is some wild, long-haired guy that lived in the wilderness and and he was at the Jordan River and he's baptizing people. But John was the witness for this light that was coming into the world. John came to tell people the truth. John came to witness this light that was about to come into the world. John was a witness for this light who is Jesus so that people would believe in Jesus, not in John. That they would see the light for themselves. And he was a witness for, the, for Jesus, for the light. We are also that witness. We are a witness for this light. Our lives reflecting this light and being a witness so that others will believe. Just as John was this witness, I have this responsibility of being this witness. So this little light of mine, that's Jesus shining through me. That's Jesus' light, this light shining through me, or that light reflecting off of me, that that light of Jesus through my life, because my life reflects that, is that's that light shining on others, so they'll believe also. Let me give you an example. Let me give you just an illustration of that. So this fall, I have driven way too many miles in a car, way, way too many miles. I've been all over the, well, that way, east. Way too many times. And often when I'm driving, I'm actually driving opposite direction of the sun. Away from the light. But you, we know what happens when you drive into a sunrise or into a sunset. It's blinding, right? Like you have to put your visor down. You have to wear, wear sunglasses or something because you can't see. The light is so bright. But I have discovered, you guys probably discovered this a long time ago because I'm a little slower sometimes but like when you're driving away from the light you still need to have your sunglasses on because there's still some blindness because what is happening the sun s-u-n is shining through your back your the back of your car through the through the glass into your mirrors and that mirror is reflecting that light into your eyes and it is blinding but is the mirror becoming the light the mirror doesn't become the light. The mirror is simply reflecting the light that comes from the sun into my eyes, blinding me as if the sun was shining directly into my eyes. Now that's the light that comes from the sun. The S-O-N sun. The sun, the sun who is the son of God, who is Jesus. That this light is reflecting off of, onto me. It reflects off of me onto others so that our lives are that reflection of Jesus, the true light, the light that gives life. Now, even if a person is running away, because people run away in the opposite direction of the light, like me driving my car away from the sun, 
but yet that still re light reflects off of my mirror, affecting me. Our lives should reflect the sun. Our lives should reflect Jesus, and it should reflect into the darkness. Because that darkness, it can't repel the light. That light, even in the darkness, even when they're trying to run away, that light still penetrates into the darkness and will overcome it. Our lives should reflect that light. So this little light of mine that I'm going to let shine, I'm not the light, though. Jesus is the light. It is the light of Jesus that shines through me, reflects off of me, that shines onto other, others. This light that Jesus gives us because he is the light. We are not the light. Jesus is the light. John, John tells us this about John the Baptist. It, it says John the Baptist was not the light. We're also not that light. Look at it this way. If we were the light, so I've got this light inside of me. It's, I'm the light. We could make an argument that if I have this light inside of me, I just need to figure out how to turn it on. And if I figure out how to turn this light on, then I can shine. This light, I can let my, my own personal light shine. And this light that I can shine, well, couldn't I maybe conclude that that's going to save me? And that if I shine my light onto you, that that's going to save you? And I could make an argument that I could probably save myself. And I would hope if I got up here and preached that, and I said this is what you should believe, I hope that somebody would get up and remove me and run me out of here. Because that's not, that's not what it is. Jesus is the true light. Jesus is the light. Maybe something else to think about, put this in another terms, is that we witness to people. With something we talk about, we witness to people. But my witness, is it me that's saving that person? Am I the one doing it? Is it my talking to that or whatever it is? Or, or, or is it Jesus the one that actually saves this person? I'm only a reflection of this light. Or that light's passing through me like even the sun shining through a windshield. It passes through the windshield and we just the sun reflects upon me or is upon me and it passes through me so that people see the light, this light that comes from Jesus. It's not my light. If, I, if it was my light, I could actually save people. But there's, that's only through Jesus. There's only one true light, and that light is Jesus. Jesus is the true light. Verse 9 in, in the section tells us that. It says, the true light that gives light to everyone was coming into the world. Jesus is that true light. Jesus is the light. The true light that it says it was, it was coming into the world. We just happen to be the light has already come into the world. But which light are you following? Are you following some lights that maybe aren't the true light? The true light that's Jesus. This is, this is something I, th I, I think we see in our world right now. And it's probably been throughout history as we see this in our world. That there's a... a, a cultural trend or there's this is like what all the cool kids are doing everybody else is doing this so i'm going to follow this too and we start to follow this fad or this trend or whatever it is and it leads us away from the true light that we get behind this cause we get behind this movement whatever it is and we lose sight of this true light something else that happens also is that that we get People start to follow a pastor more than they begin to follow the light. Which the pastor is not the light. 
I'm not the light. Don't follow me. I'm not the true light. And people begin to follow that person rather than following Jesus. In fact, we ex- I experienced this just a few months ago. I, I saw this. I was, Aiden was preaching. This lady walks in. She has never been here before. She asks where, you know, where is church going on? So I pointed her in the right direction. And she came in here and she saw Stan wasn't here. And she asked someone where, where Stan was. And I mean, it's going to be soon. It's going to be close to three years that Stan has not been here. And she was told that Stan wasn't here anymore. Well, she was mad. She got up, stormed out, just blew right by me and t- hopped in her car and screeched the tires out of here. She came to see Stan because, well, did she think Stan was the light? Stan's not the light. Stan's going to be here in a few weeks. He's, g- he's going to preach for us in the 31st. And he's, he probably would tell you, no, I'm not the light. He's not the light. He's going to say, nope, that's Jesus. Jesus is the true light. Period. The light is Jesus. That is the light that shines through us or it reflects off of us onto others so we can be a witness to others. Last point in, this is, in this, these verses is Jesus is the light of the world. The light that comes into the world for the world. The entire world. The light that darkness... This darkness of the world, it cannot overcome it. The darkness gives way to the light. The light that is spreading throughout the world. The light that is reflecting or it's shining off of all of us for the purpose of giving it to the world. This little light of mine that I'm going to let shine. Jesus gave it to me. I'm going to let it shine. This light that is a light from Jesus, it's not my light. Jesus is the one that gives us the light. Jesus shines in the darkness. This light that is shining into the darkness, it's shining right now. The darkness will not overcome this light. When I let my light shine, that's this gift of Jesus. It's Jesus who has given me that light. It's Jesus who is, is this light that reflects off of me, this light shining through me. That's, that it's Jesus' light that is this witness to, the, to people. And my life just reflects that being a witness to the world so the world will believe. And then what happens is the world believes and the world begins to reflect that same light of the true light, which is Jesus. And that light shines. And if I just pray that lately, it's just, oh Lord, please, please let your light shine upon this darkness. In fact, this week, somebody I was meeting with somebody and as we were leaving they looked up and they saw a police car up the street and I just callously said made a comment oh that's that's they're always around there that's that's just normal they may see a problem with that let me tell you the problem with that is that if I'm supposed to be this light this reflection of Jesus I've accepted that darkness as normal I don't know, I have no idea what was going on. I have no idea. But what I've begun to do or I've begun to see is when I realize that, when I said that, is, is that I've begun to accept darkness as normal. This light that I'm expected to have this light reflecting off of me seems to be, like I said, accepting that darkness and even wanting to go the opposite way. In fact, that person said, I'm going to avoid that and go the opposite way and avoid that darkness. 
So this light of the world, this light of mine that I, we're supposed to all let it shine, this light that comes from Jesus. See, in this situation, this light, I'll, I'll let it shine, but if there's darkness, I'm going to go the opposite way. I'm going to go opposite of the darkness. That just doesn't seem right, does it? If we're supposed to bring this light of the world, this light that comes from Jesus into the world, aren't we supposed to bring it into the darkness? Let it shine in the darkness? It's not my light. It's Jesus' light. It's the true light from Jesus. And instead of avoiding the darkness, we need to take our light into the darkness. Like John the Baptist, like I've never met the guy, but I think, he, I think the guy probably would nowadays would be considered crazy. He probably was crazy. But you want to know what he's crazy about? He's crazy about being a witness for the true light. He is crazy about Jesus. What if we got a little crazy? What if we got a little crazy around here? We got a little crazy and we took this little light of mine. That's, again, it's not really my light, but we took this light, this reflection of Jesus' light, and we went in the darkness and we let it shine. But would that be crazy? Because isn't that what we're supposed to do? Aren't we supposed to be a witness of the light into the darkness? We're taking this light of Jesus. We're taking this light, letting it shine through us, letting it reflect off of our lives into this darkness. Our lives become a witness to others because our life looks like this true light that comes from Jesus. People see this light for themselves. Not because I'm the light, because they see Jesus through our lives. People see the result of the light. The result of Jesus in our lives. They see those in Galatians. They see love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, gentleness, self-control. They see the light for themselves. And they step out of the darkness and they step into the light. The darkness is overcome by the light. This light of the world, who is Jesus. So I'm going to give you guys some homework this week. It's not that hard. But maybe you need to answer that first. The first question you need to answer is, does my life look like a witness for the light? Does my life reflect this light? The answer is no. Then why not? Ask yourself that question. Why doesn't it? Have I even stepped out of the darkness into the light? Am I still walking in that darkness? Do I need to take that first step into the light? Because remember, you can't have both. They don't, they don't coexist. You are one or the other. Now, if you are, if you stepped into the light and you're a witness to the light, are you being asked to take that light into some darkness? Where's God calling you to go? Maybe I want you to go. Maybe it's making a phone call to someone. Maybe it's going to an area to someone. Maybe it's, maybe someone's supposed to go to, uh, go to Iran or Pakistan or Afghanistan. One of the, there's a lot of darkness there. Maybe you need to go talk to somebody. Maybe there's a relationship you just need to reconcile. What is the light requiring you to do? So this little light of mine, 
a light that is the light from the one true light that comes from Jesus. This is the light of the world. I'm going to let that light shine through the world. Lord, I just pray for your light to just penetrate our lives more and more and more every day. Lord, I pray that we are a reflection of that light, that those of us that have stepped out of the darkness into the light, that that light is blinding to the world. That it might be blinding, but it's got a warmth to it. Like on a cold day when, when the sun is shining through the, through the windshield and your car is warm inside and it just warms you up. Lord, I pray for that, that light to shine through us, for that light to reflect off of us. And people aren't afraid. People don't, don't, don't run from it. But people, are, they want to come towards it. Lord, and, and I pray that they experience what that true light is. Experience what that relationship with you is. That relationship that, as we spoke, of brings peace, patience, joy, gentleness, kindness, self-control, forgiveness. Lord, I pray, Lord, that that just becomes, that's just who we are. Because we're reflecting the light. We're reflecting light because we are a son or a daughter of God. And Lord, I pray for those in the room right now that maybe they're not, they're not in the light. They haven't, they haven't seen the light for themselves. Or maybe they've seen it, but they keep running away into the darkness. And they've heard and they've felt and they, they see this light and they want to step out of that darkness and into the light. They want to begin this relationship with Jesus. They want to begin this, this, this relationship and be a son or daughter. They want this relationship restored. So if that's you, if you want to just maybe raise your hand, maybe look up at me and, and I'll just acknowledge that you're stepping into the light. Lord, I just... I just pray that this season, Lord, that we, we are just a, a, a reflection of this light and we do take this light into the world and this light shines and it shines bright. In Jesus' name we pray, amen.